Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, April 29th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. President Biden delivers his first major speech to Congress. The FBI raids Rudy Giuliani's apartment in New York City. Some states advance legislation forbidding employers from requiring workers to get vaxxed. Oregon brings back the COVID lockdown. The contagion causing a spike in anxiety among teenagers. Also ahead, I will analyze in a fair way what President Biden said last night. But first, Mr. Biden addressing 200 lawmakers, all masked, at the U.S. Capitol last night, calling for increased spending on everything. Healthcare, education, infrastructure, childcare, on and on and on. His new $1.8 trillion American Families Plan will raise taxes on wealthy citizens and corporations. My analysis of the president's speech later. Agents with the Department of Justice executing a search warrant at Rudy Giuliani's home and office in Manhattan, seizing electronic devices. The incident, first reported by the New York Times, is allegedly part of an ongoing probe into the former Trump attorney's ties to foreign lobbyists and Ukraine. Governors in Iowa, Idaho, Florida, and Texas moving forward on laws that would prevent companies in those states from forcing employees to get the COVID vaccine. Other measures underway to ban so-called vaccine passports. Oregon, now the worst place in the country for COVID. The region's five biggest cities, including Portland, of course, seeing 20% increases in new cases, with hospitals reaching full capacity. Indoor dining now banned. Outside activities are not recommended for two weeks in Oregon. No one is certain why COVID has hit that state so hard. A new study from the Department of Health shows a spike in clinical depression among America's teenagers, rising from 10% before the pandemic to 20% now. Doctors blame the surge on school closures. Many high school students have been home for more than a year, and that is driving parents crazy as well as the kids themselves. In a moment, what say you, Joe Biden? I'll have fair analysis of last night's speech coming up. Did you know water heaters last about 10 years, refrigerators typically about 13? Every day in our homes, we rely on aging systems and appliances. I do. That means it's time to consider safeguarding your budget from unexpected expenses. American Home Shield has a solution. Pick a plan that's right for you. And when a covered item in your home breaks, contact their professionals to repair or replace it within the agreed upon coverage limits. It's that easy to stay stress-free and limit budget-breaking surprises. Right now, take $50 off. Please go to ahs.com slash bill to save 50 bucks. That's ahs.com slash bill. $50 off any plan. American Home Shield protect what you don't expect. See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including 
Limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. The president's speech last night in front of Congress. First, the facts. It ran for about an hour. It was very, very boring. It was very, very socialist. Now, if you disagree with me on those things, please write me, bill at billoreilly.com. I know that might sound unfair, it was boring and socialist, but it's true. If you sat through the entire speech, you heard a lot about plans. Let's see, there's the COVID relief plan, the infrastructure plan, the family plan, the American jobs plan. Now, planning is good, but spending six trillion tax dollars is not good. Why? Because the federal government does not have $6 trillion. It's in debt up to the proverbial eyebrows. So the federal government has to get that money from we, the people, but not the people who earn less than $400,000 a year. The problem is less than 5% of Americans earn more than that. So, in order to pay for all the plans, evil corporations will have to pay a higher tax rate. But the evil corporations will pass the higher tax burden onto us, we the people. Notice the price of gas lately? It's up about 80 cents in my neighborhood a gallon. Notice the price of groceries, steak, up, up, up. That is an indirect tax. So today I am, with respect, nicknaming President Biden. I am calling him Joey Warbucks, cousin of Annie's Daddy Warbucks. Joey wants to spend and spend and spend. So the government will have to take and take and take. And that's going to hurt we the people. It is simple economics. America now owes $28 trillion. We owe that money. We pay interest on that money to people and countries who lent it to us. But Joey Warbucks wants to add another $6 trillion, bringing it up to $34 trillion. So the U.S. Treasury will have to print many, many dollars. I don't know if there's enough ink in the world to print that many dollars. And when you print money, the value of the money already in circulation goes down. That is called inflation. Joey Warbucks does not understand macroeconomics. He just wants to give everybody free stuff. But in the end, it will hurt us badly. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve the message by writing it. For more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know. 
Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. On this day in 1992, four Los Angeles police officers, three of them white, were acquitted of the savage beating of African-American Rodney King, an act caught on camera by two eyewitnesses. Fury over that acquittal spilled into the streets of L.A., resulting in five days of chaos and destruction. Now, one year earlier, Rodney King, out on parole for a robbery, led police on a high-speed chase. When the officers finally stopped him, King was dragged from the car and viciously beaten for 15 minutes. The police claim he was intoxicated and resisted arrest, but that was bull. The video showed it was a beatdown. The attack left Rodney King with three skull fractures, missing teeth, a broken ankle, and a permanent problem with his brain. The police officers were charged with excessive use of force. On April 29, 1992, a mostly white jury consisting of 12 residents from wealthy suburbs, most of them, found the cops not guilty. The verdict was announced at 3 p.m. By 6 p.m., all hell had broken loose. Residents set fires, looted, destroyed stores, supermarkets, retail shops, fast food chains. Light-skinned motorists, both white and Latino, were targeted. Some pulled out of their cars and beaten, like Reginald Denny. You remember he was pulled out of his truck and almost killed. After three days of rioting, Rodney King himself appealed for peace, telling the news cameras, quote, Can we all get along? During the five days of unrest, there were more than 50 deaths, 3,000 injured, 6,000 looters and arsonists arrested. And here's something else you might not know. Rodney King struggled with addiction for the rest of his life. He was routinely pulled over, cited for driving erratically, often under the influence of alcohol and drugs. He was found dead at the bottom of a Southern California swimming pool in 2012 at the age of 47. The medical examiner's office ruled his death an accidental drowning due to a lethal combination of narcotics and alcohol. Back after this. Time is our most precious asset, and many listeners seek advice on utilizing it wisely for personal growth and societal impact. Hillsdale College addresses this need by providing more than 40 free online courses on essential subjects. 
Dive into C.S. Lewis's works, explore Genesis narratives, grasp the U.S. Constitution's significance, unravel the Roman Republic's history, or delve into the ancient Christian church with these valuable courses, all accessible free. Now, you might want to check out Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution, a 12-lecture self-paced course gain insights into the Constitution's design, its challenges during the Civil War, and its century-long struggles with progressivism and liberalism. You can enroll at hillsdale.edu bill to become a defender of American freedom. Please join now. It's free, easy, and essential for safeguarding our liberties. Visit hillsdale.edu bill to register. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.